0: everybody. It's SBO Perspectives, and I'm Jack Mitchell, along with and John Bricato. And so this episode, a little bit different here, we're actually touching base to a fellow colleague in Kansas. That's right. Uh, SBO in Kansas. Out in the Midwest. And it's very timely. Looking forward to having this episode and really gaining more knowledge. As one well, the national candidate, John Hutchinson, will be gone. And so we're looking forward to that.
1: Yeah. And this is you know, one of our favorite episodes, because this is exactly why we wanted to get into this podcast is not only to kind of corral all of us in New York, but reach across state lines and see how other people are doing things. And I think this is another great entry point into introducing like-minded people Doing very similar work, but in different mm-hmm. states. And you'll right. see in this interview, there's a lot of similarities with the work that we do, although we're in different states. And we're really excited to have you guys give this a listen. So, you know, here we are with John Hutchison, uh, business official at the Olathe Public School District in Kansas. Today on the podcast, we have John Hutchison. John Hutchison is the Deputy Superintendent for Business and Operations of the Olathe Public School District located in Olathe, Kansas, a 30,000 student district in the Kansas City metropolitan area. Prior to joining Olathe in 2007, John held school finance administration positions as two other districts in the St. Louis, Missouri metropolitan area. This is John's 31st year in education. He holds a Bachelor of Science and Masters of Business Administration from St. Louis University and is both a certified public accountant and certified administrative school finance and operations. John is in his third year as director of the ASBO International Board and is running for vice president. John, welcome to the podcast.
0: Yeah, thank you very much for having me. John, it's great to have you on. You know, it's so great that I think that we're expanding the podcast more so, right? I'm reaching out to not just in New York, but across the the states, and to to speak to somebody in Kansas, I'm really excited because I want to really know what's going on out there and how you've been doing. And I know you're running. That's the biggest thing. You're running for Asbury National. So, folks out there listening, um, you know, we have you on a timely, pretty much a timely piece here because the election opens up tomorrow, right? I, I presume.
2: That's correct. It opens tomorrow and runs through the 29th.
0: So, John, just um, in kicking this off here, could you tell us what what attracted you into becoming an SBO?
2: Like everybody else, I didn't really think about it as a kid and go, gosh, I can't wait to grow up and be a school business. <laughs> you didn't? I mean, <laughs> I thought we all did
0: that. Wow, wow. I, don't know I thought it was different out there. I haven't dude.
2: met one of those men or women yet, but I kind of <laughs> fell into it. As you mentioned, I'm a CPA and I was put on a special project to uh, uh, do a project for a school district in St. Louis. And the firm had been on that district to hire a CPA because they were getting bigger and bigger. And they kind of turned and said, hey, we like this guy. So I was only with that firm for six weeks, one project
0: and
2: stolen away. But it really attracted me just just the depth and variety that our jobs have compared to some other jobs and and sort of the mission side of it as well. I know it it sounds cliche-ish, but we're not making widgets. We're impacting human beings. So that was extremely attractive to me. Correct.
1: Yeah, anyone I talk to, you know, you like my title, Assistant Superintendent for Finance. That's it's so much more than just finance. You know, I think I always say that the budget and finance is maybe 20% of the job. You're you're dealing with so many fires and logistics and capital projects. There's so much more to the job, but I, I think you kind of summed it up beautifully there it's just you know it's it's much more than just kind of like a financial you learn
2: learn quickly that if you keep saying yes they'll give you more and more so you eventually
1: (laughs) still learn how to say you know but you know we'll, we'll get there absolutely but I mean you know as I kind of introduced you a little bit you've you've been in two different states as a school business official can you maybe expand on your your history and your background as a school business official especially since you've been in two different areas two different states
2: Sure. Like I said, I, I started as a, as a CPA, so I didn't audit school districts. Literally, I, I switched firms and, and got on that one project with Rockwood School District right outside of St. Louis. I began just working as an accountant for them and then director of accounting and spent about five years there and then applied to be a assistant superintendent for finance over at uh, Francis Howell School District. And I went to a pri- actually went to a private school for a while and wow. decided, you know what, I'd really like to get back into public education Mm-hmm. And I have to be careful. My wife's from a very large Italian family. And we thought the distance might be a little better than every Sunday at our <laughs> house because we had the biggest house. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like, Strategic,
1: well. John. I like that.
2: <laughs> this might that be a good funny. time to move until they, until they found out it's not cow pastures where we live. So now we're the vacation spot for everybody. But that was sort of the truck. But I didn't realize I was getting in kind of a niche business. I, I ended up working mainly mm-hmm. The three big districts were all fast growing, like a thousand kids a year. Wow. I learned a lot about construction along the way, so I became sort of—I won't say an expert—but my skill sets were perfectly aligned for growing districts, and that's why the job got bigger and bigger, and eventually, other than HR and academics.
1: So, are you still seeing growth in your area? Because I know at least in New York, we're not seeing so much growth. If so, it's more stagnated. There's a couple pockets where we're seeing some increase in enrollment, but I would say overall, we're not seeing too much.
2: Our district is not. We're seeing growth on the. We're about 75 square miles, so. To the west, we're still booming. To the east is declining. We're now a little more affluent. So they're, instead of the starter homes, we have the second tier homes. So we're getting kids in middle school, not in baby carriages anymore. The yeah. growth ring has gone one more ring out.
0: Okay. All right, great. Wow, it sounds really exciting out there. I mean, you know, to, to even know, think about my district, maybe maybe two square miles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Versus we're, we're 75 in- like i mean like th- 35 times the size i district but that's great so you know just switching gears here i know you, you got the candidacy how did you how did you actually you know get involved in asthma? like you know i guess when you could tell us as well and national and and why
2: my first involvement was probably in 91 or 92. I don't remember the exact year. I literally okay. saw an ad to, for one of their annual conferences out in Seattle and went and thought, you know, that was the best PD as a new SBO. I wanted to do it more. I went a couple more years, but then started working for districts that didn't support it as well. Uh-huh. But when I came over here 15 years ago. They were very big in, in professional development. So yeah. started going mm-hmm. back and, and once again, it, as i got more mature it was more the stage of giving back so yes. when the when the board or staff started asking hey would you write this article hey would you serve on this committee I started saying yes more because I, I really appreciated people before me contributing and helping sort of the next generation. So then it fast forwards 15 years and suddenly I'm running for VP after putting in a lot of time and, and effort, but it, it's so rewarding. When you get a simple email for just doing a presentation or serving on a committee, it, it, it's pretty rewarding for me.
1: That's Good great. I, yeah, and I, I think we, we've we had a very similar experience as we were talking offline. Jack and I are both on the New York State Board uh, of school business officials, and we both got into it for very similar reasons as you did, with just giving back. You know, there's a wonderful slew of professional development opportunities that they offer across the state here in New York, and I, I saw that personally as an opportunity to hopefully kind of bolster that and, and give back in a way. So I'm, I'm I'm glad to hear that you've had a very similar experience, and it's not just uh, you know it can go across state lines. That's good to hear, but so. You know, as you look to transition into a vice presidential role in Asbo International, where do you see yourself kind of making a difference in the organization? A
2: couple of ways. First, just the kind of my unique um, set of experiences: large, large schools, small organizations, private, public, mm-hmm. two different states. You know, and I've worn a ton of different hats. I think that helps a lot to understand all our members, not just one type of member or a member in one part of the country. My focus, my biggest focus it has always been on membership. I association, we have to grow our membership. When an association grows membership, obviously more sponsorship dollars come in and the offerings get better and better. And then more members come. So it's just this continuous cycle so that we can try to serve all types of members across the organization. I also, I really like some of the initiatives we've been working on with e-learning opportunities, but at the same time, I find ASBO to be a heck of a lot more than just a professional development organization. It, it sounds funny, but I find it to be more of a family. I think I, COVID proved that. Oh, I have I agree. talked to so many SPOs that say, that say, can't wait to get to a live conference. Mm-hmm. Where many of us think, well, we should, if we just kind of lob up all this e-learning, everybody gets their PD and they're happy. That's not what they want. They want the connections and the relationships yes. and the interaction. Absolutely. So I, I want to make sure we can grow online offerings, but not cannibalize anything we're already doing at our conferences. Because people really want that connection. And, that's, and COVID proved it when we had to do these screens all day. Mm-hmm. And you spoke for it.
0: Oh, you spoke God. to
1: conferences, and, you know, I personally have not been to an ASBO International Conference. Jack, have you been to one b- before? No.
0: You know what's funny? I was supposed to go to Tennessee last year. Oh, so was I. To to so was I. forgot about that. And it just got nixed. And uh, this year, it's tricky to time it for Milwaukee. Although, I, I mean, I may try to sneak in last minute. I doubt it, though. At the end of the day, I have not. And I've heard so much from our colleagues, you know, like like Jenna and... and um, uh-huh. You, oh, you know Jenna. You should get there. I uh, see so you know Jenna very well. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, so to say the less, I mean, we we can't wait to go. We're clamoring. But what you just said, I could see it in your face, in your eyes. That's definitely something we got to get to, John. Uh, and and yeah. we're,
2: from, we're from a little different places in our careers, and you hear a lot of stuff about millennials and, and other generations that, that mm-hmm. they don't like that kind of stuff. They do. I like <laughs> it. At least, at least my kids are millennials, <laughs> yeah. and, and
1: they love to social. So, so, John, just, just, just to set the record straight, as a millennial, I do enjoy the conference. <laughs> so don't listen to anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> so are, are you finding yeah. that you're at the Asbo International Membership at large is looking to get back to in-person conferences?
2: Yeah, our our registration, kind of where we're at right now for our annual conference in Milwaukee is exactly where it would have been pre-COVID, if not more. We're transitioning awesome. our membership model, so it's it's a little hard. I'm judging it by the success of the conference right now because our membership is sure. growing because we've moved to the district model. So we are we definitely knew that was gonna happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, good, good. Yeah, our, our guy, by the way, our guy, uh, fellow colleague on the board, Tim Hilker, he'll be out there. I know he's he's where oh, he's going there, this so. year. Yeah, yeah. I know he was talking to me the other day. So, well, we're going to circle
2: back to Tennessee in a couple of years, but make sure you go to National Harbor. It'll be my presidential year if I make this uh, election. All right. Uh, no <laughs> problem. We definitely, <laughs> definitely will be there. there.
0: Listen, we're, we're making these connections. And like what you just alluded to is exactly what it's about, right? It's like we get the PD, you learn stuff, you apply it, you bring it back to your districts. But the human touch is personal for our positions, right? We go through a lot. There's so much that we manage, you know, not just on the job, but personalized as well. It just makes sense, those human connections. So, I mean, just as a question, as a side, like, do, do you have connections with other SPLs in other states? I mean, because of you going to conferences, you know, like where this is organic. Like, I just pretty much reached out to you and said, hey, listen to my, my colleague, John, kind of, let's reach out because, you know, we, we got the, you know, the card, for, for your candidacy um, and look great. And so, but, but with that, like, you know, we're, we're probably going to be connected in the future, right. Moving forward. Yeah. But like, how have you developed those relationships from state to state? That was not. the
2: most shocking thing. I didn't realize how many relationships I form and they're long lasting. And I'm friends with men and women that the last 15 years and it just gets stronger and we can't wait to get back together. And, nice. and some of them have had longer relationships, especially former, uh, board members on it through the visitations, mm-hmm. and uh, you just meet so many people. It, it's it's a great network, and you know how you always you may share with your neighboring districts, but not a hundred percent because you're a little competitive. That's yeah. the, when you have that larger network, and they're all friends. You go, know, gosh, how did you do that? I, you know, I'm, I'm struggling, and you can reach out to them. Or if yeah. you're in for a vacation, you just get together for a, for a adult beverage. So,
1: and and yeah. I wanted to ask too. I mean, those connections are so vital, and I'm wondering. You've, you've been with ABSBO International for some time, and I haven't had the privilege to, to be with the organization for that long. But are you finding yourself reaching out to business officials in other states just for advice and to bounce ideas off of? Because I know every state in some sense is kind of siloed in terms of their own rules and regulations. But are you finding similarities across state lines?
2: Yes, I serve on the board with our, our current vice president is from Colorado. And I we are mirror images, our districts, 30,000 mm-hmm. kids. About the same diversity, same number of buildings, but he's about five years ahead of me on everything, which yeah. is so phenomenal. Wow. I think it's almost I don't have to reinvent the wheel. I can just keep calling him and find out how do right. you guys do that, and and it it works uh, out that's well. And that's really, repeated really all over the organization and across the country, even Canada. I mean, I I, I heard I made a lot of good friends in Canada, and while our finances may be different, just the operations and leadership piece is the same, okay. no matter where you are in the globe
1: wow that that's wow. so fascinating yeah that's great to hear that we can reach out to each other across the nation and and make sure we can rely on each other
0: that's that's good to know so how many years do um, you think he's ahead <laughs> <Out> of us john i i said how many years you think you're ahead of us out here in new york because um it sounds We'd be like you so guys well a well-oiled well machine <laughs> out there <I> <laughs> yeah. i'm guessing another five to
1: ten maybe i don't know <laughs> probably right we're, we're going to be calling you next week there you go. <laughs> so, I mean, with all of that said, John, with your your plethora of experience and you gearing up for your vice presidential candidacy, this is an, a kind of an opportunity for you to reach out to our listeners and our, our growing base of, of fans here. And what kind of advice can you give to your fellow business officials that may be interested in ASBO International, maybe starting out in their careers or maybe in a similar spot for you, maybe looking to run for some kind of candidacy?
2: Yeah, just get, uh, sounds so basic, just get involved. I mean, you cannot do this alone. Utilize your state affiliate so you can learn your state. Once you wanna kind of spread your wings, move up into the national level, go to some of the ASBO PD and conferences. And something I keep kind of beating a drum on is we're not in competition with each other. Sometimes it looks like state affiliates and ASBO are two different things. We complement each other pretty well. We can do certain things far better at the national level, like advocacy, versus uh, just a single state. But states know their finances so much better. So take advantage of the the whole the whole group of SBO at, at local, state, and national level. But don't go it alone. I, I've I've known some people they just they kind of burn out in the job. They, I, I use that yeah. word family not very loosely. It truly right. does become. Maybe it's a fraternity or a sorority, but it, it, you, when you can cry on somebody else's shoulder because they're experiencing the same thing, it's it's therapeutic.
1: Yeah, misery John. does love company. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> well, Agreed. Well, John, well said. Thank you so much. This has been a fantastic interview. For everyone listening, make sure to go out and cast your vote for Asbo International. The polls are open now through, what is it, two weeks they're open, John?
2: Yeah, it starts tomorrow sometime, probably midday, and it'll run through the
1: 29th. Yeah. So again, John Hutchison running yep. for vice president of ASBO International. John, thank you
0: so much for joining thank us. You today. Thank you. And, and taking the time to, I know you got a board beat. I couldn't believe it. I'll go past the budget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, buy, yeah learn tough.
1: to say no, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right. Thank Thanks. you. All right. So that was our interview with John Hutchison. Thank you everybody for tuning in. Like I said at the beginning, we were really excited to have this interview with John and we appreciate yes. his time, especially because he had a board meeting, you know, in a couple hours. And, you know, yeah. we really encourage you to, to get out there and cast your ballot if you're a member of ASBO International.
0: Mm-hmm. Time zones difference in all. John Hutchison, you've been great. Thank you so much for coming on. Our members and our listeners, I should say, will definitely appreciate this podcast episode. And so. With that, we thank you all for continuing to listen. We hope that you get a lot of uh, good insight from this and really more as well as national well as well, uh, which I think that a lot of us could agree. We, in New York, we don't have that presence, but you know, for those- we'll get in, there. outside will New York, Yeah, we definitely will. So thank you again. This is Jack Mitchell along with John Bucato. We're signing off and we'll see you next week. at your perspectives.
1: Thanks everyone.